The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Last week, the liberal media lost their minds about Christian nationalism. And according to them, we are all Christian nationalists because we're not libtards. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support our work over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. You can sign up for the free newsletter or, you know, the Patreon-like system. But the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel, to the podcast, if you are new. So, I do have an article over at Evangelical Dark Web about we are all Christian nationalists now. And this is based on a political article article called Trump Allies Prepare to Infuse Christian Nationalism in Second Administration. So, my generation, we have a saying in my generation... And it goes like this, don't threaten me with a good time. And that is what Politico is doing here. They're trying to threaten me with a good time. Now, do I honestly believe that Trump is going to usher in Christian nationalism when he's shifting left on every single issue like uh, abortion, IVF? He just came out and denounced uh, or announced his support for IVF, which... Again, very corrupt industry. And then, of course, he shifted left on Ukraine. So, obviously, Trump is totally gearing up to institute Christian nationalism. And, you know, this is going to be the most important election of our lifetimes, right? No, it's probably the least important election of my lifetime, if I do say so myself. So, obviously, uh, Politico is trying to make this cycle more interesting than it actually is by trying to make Trump's seem like he's going to usher in Christian nationalism. And it's based on the idea that he is working with a think tank, uh, the Center for Renewing America, which is spearheaded by Russell Vaught, uh, who served as Trump's director of the Office of Management and Budget during his first term and has remained close to him. Now, how close? I don't know. That's according to Politico. So here's the part that definitely got screenshotted and spread around social media. Christian nationalists in America believe that the country was founded as a Christian nation and that Christian values should be prioritized throughout government and public life. America, as the country has become less religious and more diverse, Vought has embraced the idea that Christians are under assault and has spoken of policies he might pursue in response. So he's spoken of policies, but where are the policies? Are, you know, they're not really there. Uh, they, they talk about Insurrection Act. They talk about some other things. But there aren't really clearly outlined policies that they actually uh, have. This article doesn't really have much. It's mostly just a hit piece on Russell Vaught and William Wolfe. So I, I found this to be pretty interesting. 
The article was written by Alexander Ward, but more importantly, Heidi Prisbilla. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Uh, she's the author of the article, and she's gotten slammed for it on social media. So the idea that Christian nationalists believe that America uh, was founded as a Christian nation, that Christian values should be prioritized throughout government and public life, that is a much better definition, or not necessarily a definition, because that's not a definition. That's the application of Christian nationalism in the American context. That's what American Christian nationalists believe, because Christian nationalism is, you know, about Christianity and nationalism. So it's kind of in the name, but it's really what Christians have always believed about the role of civil government, that the civil government should favor Christianity above all other religions, and it should not be a re and that society should not be pluralistic. It should actually favor Christianity. It should reward Christian behavior and discourage, or perhaps the better word for it is stigmatize deviant behavior. So that's pretty much what Christians have long believed. Uh, this really shouldn't be a shock to you, but it is a shock to our post-war consensus and the liberalism that we've internalized. So Christian nationalism is, is important right now because of how much it rejects the framework from which we've been indoctrinated as Americans, including on our own history as a nation, which was founded to be more Christian. You know, the people like Thomas Paine were disliked minorities in the school of thoughts surrounding our nation's founding. And most of the founding fathers have long been forgotten, many of whom had seminary educations. So, with that said, uh, and I don't think any of our founding fathers would be categorized as a deist by their beliefs. If you read the Declaration of Independence, which we'll reference a little bit later, it's clearly invoking God's providence, which is strictly anti-deist, which in which a deist believes that God created a perpetual motion motion machine in creation. The Declaration of Independence clearly contradicts that, and none of the founding fathers could be neatly categorized as a deist. You have Thomas Paine, who's pretty much an atheist. Uh, he would be your most prominent example. Then you have some people like Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson who are very heterodox. And then you got some more gray areas after that uh, before you get into a lot more, you know, biblical Christians after that. So many, most of whom are lesser known founding fathers, to be fair. So with that digression complete, uh, there's a clip that circulated the rounds on social media. We're going to play it right here. This is the author of the hit piece on William Wolfe and Russell Voigt um, going on MSNBC to kind of defend the trash article that she wrote. That's basically just fear mongering and it's, you know, opium or copium for the masses. So here, here's a clip. I've talked with a lot of experts on this and I've seen it myself with my reporting, Michael, which is that the base of the Republican Party has shifted, right? Remember when Trump ran in 2016, a lot of the mainline evangelicals wanted mm -hmm. nothing to do with the divorced, uh, you know, real estate mogul who right. had cheated on his wife and with a porn star and all of that, right? So quick pause right here. 
what is a mainline evangelical? That's not a real category. You have mainline, which is co it's a demographic term for an apostate denomination. So that's what mainline means. And then you have evangelical. Now, sometimes in the polling world, they specify born again, Christian, but really we're talking about people who hold to orthodoxy, orthodox Protestant beliefs. And mainline is a denotation that you do not hold to orthodoxy in any sense. So just a disclaimer there. She's not using terms correctly. So what happened was he was surrounded by this more extremist element. You're going to hear words like Christian nationalism, like the new apostolic reformation. These are groups that you should get very... Uh, very schooled on because they have a lot of power in Trump's circle. And the one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. The problem with that So that's the money clip right there that she says that Christian nationalism or Christian nationalists believe that our rights come from God and not man. And what you're about to hear is very ironic after this, but this is a pretty basic Christian belief that our rights come from God. Pretty much every serious Christian in the United States believes exactly that, that our rights come from God not man. So she has an issue with that. Unsurprising. But I want to comment on what she said about the new apostolic reformation. She is not wrong when she says that that is a camp that's orbiting Trump world. That is a camp that's very close to Trump. Trump is in bed with, figuratively, uh, Paula White. So he's in, in bed with those kinds of people. So yeah, does she fit into the NAR category? I would say, yeah, that's not an unfair comparison for a normie to make. That's not an, uh, uh, not a comparison. That's not an unfair uh, stretch for her to make. So I'll I'll grant her that. Now, they aren't really Christian nationalists because they aren't really Christian. And let's be real. They're just boomer cons like that. That's kind of what that camp is about. Christian nationalism in one distinction, again, a rejection of the post-war consensus, which also includes a rejection of Zionism. And you're not going to see that from the Bethel crowd, the new apostolic reformation crowd, which tends to be very pre-mill dispy, if you know what I'm saying. But they use a lot of post-millennial language, interestingly enough. So, had to weigh in on that detail and be fair on this issue is that they are determining man men Mm -hmm. it is men are determining what god is telling them and in the past that so-called natural law is you know it's a pillar of catholicism Mm -hmm. catholicism for instance it's been used for good in social justice campaigns martin luther king evoked it in talking about civil rights but now you have an extremist element of conservative Christians who say that this applies specifically to issues including abortion, gay marriage, and it's going much further than that, as you see, for instance, with the ruling in Alabama right. this week that judge is connected to that dominionist 
uh, faction mm -hmm. in, in talking about um, a lot of other issues, including surrogacy, IVF, uh, you know, sex education in schools. It, 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 there's a lot in addition. And therein lies the rub, Dexter, because the men are the one who get to decide what God thinks and feels about these issues, you know, surrogacy or IVF. Um, you, you report that Matt Gates... So that's the clip right there. Um, and I love the irony of they're like, men get to decide. Men get to decide. Well, she wants men to decide. So she's upset that men get to decide what the Bible says, which is just, you know, interpretation. That's sola scriptura. But also she cites that it's there's a Catholic or really a Western uh, view of natural law. So she's upset that Christians believe that this should be viewed through a b biblical lens that, you know, we should follow the rule of God, the law of God and how we interpret natural law. But she is, she wants men and women to determine what rights we have or not. So rather than, you know, ha appealing to a higher authority on what rights we do and do not have, she wants men, people to determine that. And that is, is just laughable. It's laughable that a Supreme Court can determine our rights, but people appealing to God cannot. And, and this, the idea that the Supreme Court's better? Man, these anti-Christian nationalists are... They're doing our work for us in, in a PR campaign because that, that right there makes Christian nationalism appeal to the normies and we need more of that not less so i'm happy to see that clip out of msnbc i think the fuller context actually did make the case better because she wants to act like people like martin luther king jr uh were the good guys which i don't think is a very fair reading of history you know the more you look into it you know his movement got more violent after the civil rights act was passed think about that for a moment so anyway, because we love to cherry pick the two things that Martin Luther King Jr. did that we like, you know, the letter from a Birmingham jail and the I have a dream speech and then ignore everything else about him. And no man is more judged by the color of his skin rather than the content of his character than MLK himself. So that's 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 what she's doing. That's what she's doing in that clip there. But, you know, we, we actually judge by the content of character here. So. With that said, the more positive examples of the Alabama Supreme Court and Dusty Deavers, that's more of what we want in the Christian Nationalist camp here. Uh, and as for Russ Voigt and um, William Wolfe, let them cook. And this was just interesting because if you look at the Declaration of Independence, it appeals to a higher authority. And she does not want that. She wants the Supreme Court the institution that has done the most damage to our liberties to determine our freedoms and where our rights come from. This is laughable. This is deadly, but she doesn't care. So Christian nationalism, we are all Christian nationalists and we're going to get labeled with that one way or another. And we might as well embrace it because Christianity and nationalism are both good and Christians the Christians have mostly viewed the civil role of government from a national, a more national perspective. Uh, 
Now, there are exceptions to that in our history. I think even in American history, you see an exception to that. But I don't think we're getting to a confederacy anytime soon. We're sooner going to find ourselves with a Protestant Franco than... Or maybe the South will rise again. Maybe we'll do a debate on whether we should pursue a, a Protestant Jefferson Davis or a Protestant Franco for Christian nationalism. But in any case... Um, my name is Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like this content, subscribe to the Evangelical Dark Web for more Christian nationalist content. Have a blessed day. We will catch you on the next one. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.